On this day, March 24th, 1971, the Boston Patriots officially changed their name to the New England Patriots. And you're listening to Real Stories from the Highway Patrol. I mean, Stories from Central Mass Podcast with your host, Mike. You have been warned. So that was part of a new segment you heard in the intro titled On This Day in New England Sports History That I'm Interested In. Seeing as how this is the Stories from Central Mass podcast, and I am a sports fan as well, I won't burden you with being a sports podcast, but I would like to give little anecdotes about history of sports, especially in Central Massachusetts. Maybe some bizarre ones you never heard of, but we'll just start off with some easy ones. Don't forget, for the listeners who have kids, uh, Draw Every Day with JJK on YouTube starts at 2 p.m. Very good friend of mine, Jarrett Joseph Krasoska, the JJK, has a YouTube channel where he teaches kids to draw, tells them about exciting books, has some animation, has some pug time with his dog and his own children. Probably should have said his children before his pug, but who knows? Anyway very good show. Uh, Keep the kids busy. This is why it's important to kill all bugs, including spiders that are in your house. I had my first apartment with my cousin, and uh, I had the bedroom in the basement. So I was laying there in my bed one night, and I look up and I see a spider on the ceiling above my closet I decided I'm going to let him go you know maybe he'll eat the other bugs or whatever but another week goes by I notice the spiders like you know between the size of a quarter and a half dollar like wow he's getting big fast but you know I let him be but another week I don't know how long ago long after that it was I take a shower upstairs and come downstairs wrapped in a towel throw the towel up over my closet door I'm trying to find some clothes. I've got to dry off a little more, so I take the towel back and wrap it around my body. And I feel like a, a weird cold drip of water kind of trickling horizontally across my ass cheek. So I pat the towel real quick, and I feel it again. I'm like, oh, that's weird. You know, almost like it felt like there was like a, like a, a string or something in there. So I reach down inside the towel. I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's like a weird lint ball. And I start to roll the lint ball up, and I realize it feels cold and damp, and I look down at it as I'm pulling it out of the towel, and I have the spider in my hand. I'm rolling it up, ah, throw it on the ground. I grab this, this like growl or beer jug I had full of quarters, and I pick it up and I smash it on top of it. And of course, the thing breaks, change goes everywhere. The spider's now underneath the change. Needless to say, I spent the next two hours looking at my asshole in the mirror to make sure the spider didn't lay any eggs. Anyway, thank you. In this pandemic we're in, the COVID-19 coronavirus era of 2020, I'm a bread man that delivers bread to uh, anywhere from 
six to 16 grocery stores a day. And you don't have the proper protection to wear in a grocery store to protect myself from crazy people who are buying up all the bread and all the toilet paper and all the lunch meat because everyone knows lunch meat stores well. But I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm fine, you know, or at least I'm trying to tell myself I am and everything's going good. And I was able to get TP and everything before it got crazy. And I just wanted to tell people that if you're in a bind, if you're in a pinch and you need some toilet paper, that uh, coffee filters are the Tostitos scoops of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, did your dad make up his own words? Mine did, and now I suffer from it as well. I'm not going to get into me, but... I can remember one time my father was out cutting the lawn and pulling down some shrubs and bushes and stuff in the backyard, and he came in with a really bad case of poison ivory. I'm like, Dad, is that a bad bar of soap? My buddy gives me a call. Um, this takes place back in 2006, 2007. Uh, he gives me a ring. He says, um, hey, I'm having a party. You know, come on out. Uh, I live in central Massachusetts. He lives in Dorchester, Mass. So I live about 40 miles west of him. You can figure out where that is pretty easy. Um, so he says, hey, you know, my, my roommates went home for the weekend and they saw their younger sister getting ready for prom. And they got all nostalgic and everything. And we're going to have a prom theme party at the house. You should come out. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so I hop in my car and I'm heading out there. I got a tuxedo. I mean, I had been in like a half dozen weddings and such. And I stole a piece from every tuxedo I'd ever had and never returned it. So I had a makeshift suit. I could, I can get by. So I'm rolling out there and I'm not exactly a responsible person. I, at this age, I was like 26, 27 years old. I had a bunch of CDs on my front seat and a styrofoam container with like leftover food and my tuxedo hanging. And I'm so thrilled to be going out there, finally doing something, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm listening to the music and everything. And I get out to, like, the Mass Pike Extension, which is basically just another excuse to have another toll at the end of the Mass Pike to get you into Boston. So I get on the Mass Pike Extension, and I'm heading into Boston. I bang a left, like, I don't know, just after Fenway Park, going towards Dorchester. And somewhere between there and the off-ramp to get to where he was going. I think it was like exit 18. I don't know why I remember that or if it's even true, but whatever. I, a guy cuts me off. And I mean, he cuts me off bad. He comes whipping from the right-hand side and just drives right in front of me. And I have to jack on my brakes. And my food and my CDs and my tuxedo go flying. And I instantly lose my mind. And I'm like, holy shit, this just happened. I can't believe this just happened. I mean, there's like food on the floor, the CDs everywhere, the tuxedos on the dashboard. And I, I can't tell if the, the legs are getting stuck in the, the barbecue sauce. I, I'm just pissed. So I do something I've never done before. And I just, I just punch it. And I start chasing after the car. And part of me is saying like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Are you going to chase this guy? And the other part of me is like, I got to fucking see what this guy looks like, man. I just got to see what this guy looks like. And I can hear my father saying in my head, Mike, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
And I'm saying to myself, I just got to see him. I just got to see him. And, and, and so I, I'm chasing him. And sure enough, we're coming to the off-ramp, and there's traffic. And, you know, you can go to the left and keep going straight, but this guy's obviously going to get off the same exit I do. So I just, I, I now start cutting people off. And I, I get right up alongside of him, and I stop in an open lane right next to him. I look over at him, and I'm, I'm fuming, and I'm pissed. But part of me is really, really scared and excited, and I don't know what to do. And I accidentally tap my window to, like, roll it down a little bit, but... It, automatically starts going all the way down and as it's going down i'm making a gesture to him like roll your window down and he's looking at me like yeah yeah yeah, i'll roll my fucking window down i'll roll my window down and then he rolls his window down like part way and now there's like you know it's almost like face to face and you know he's got like red hair and a goatee and he's bigger than i am and i'm like oh shit you know but but before i could think or do anything i just yelled out suck a bag of dicks and then i paused and i looked at him and he looked at me and he's like huh and then i drove off and just like that, I uncomfortably started hysterically laughing. I didn't know what to do. I was speeding. I had just cut off a bunch of people myself. I looked down. My, my suit's actually all right. The food actually didn't fall out. The CDs are on the ground, but who cares, you know? So I'm driving, and I just start laughing to myself. And I'm like, oh, my God. That is the funniest thing I've ever done. And there's nobody here to witness it. And I'm like, wouldn't it be great if that guy could tell that story and I, everybody could find out about it, you know? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I get to Dorchester. I go to the party. I see my buddy. I mean, the party's already hopping when I get there. And he, I start to tell him the story. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit. Just get ready. There's girls in prom dresses that are like in their late 20s and the lick is flowing. Let's go. So I have a good time, you know? Cut to, I don't know, a year or two later. I don't even know how long ago it was after that. I'm at home um, late at night after going out drinking. And I come home and the on HBO is like one of the comic reliefs. It's pre-recorded and whatnot. And it's, you know, it's the one that has like Whoopi Goldberg and Robin Williams and uh, I don't know who else. But uh, I turn it on just as they're introducing a comedian. Coming to the stage, Louis C.K. I'm like, oh, cool, man. I like this guy. So he comes out to the stage. I'm standing, like, drunk, right in front of the television, like, six, like, I don't know, six inches away from it. And he comes out, and he's like, so, guy told me to suck a bag of dicks the other day in traffic. And I froze. And I was like, I told the guy to suck a bag of dicks in traffic once. And he goes on to tell the story, almost word for word, the way I just told it to you. Except the only thing he added was that he said that the guy had a dog in his front seat and then flew into the windshield. Apparently a tuxedo, CDs, and some leftover food looked like a dog. Or I don't know. Maybe it really wasn't him. Maybe it's all just a weird coincidence. But that story, I believe it was him. I don't know. I looked into it later on and found out he was actually from the Boston area. But, I mean, the car was kind of shitty that he was driving. He was already an established comedian. I don't know. It's just a story. It's just something that happened to me. There was a weird coincidence that may have just matched up perfectly with somebody else. For all, I don't have any idea where his story took place. This is just a story that happened to me that made me say, hmm. So anyway, that's it. If you're new to the podcast, 
The last story you just heard was the very first story I ever told on a podcast. It's pretty interesting. I don't know if you believe me. I don't know if I believe me. But nevertheless, it happened. So on that note, I'd like to close out this episode with my grandfather, Mike Jr., and his band of ukulele players playing kazoo and ukulele. Take it away, Mike. <laughs>